Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Feel Good Spine podcast, where I have quite literally got your back. We're going to be talking all things scoliosis and back care related, as well as yoga, health, fitness, and just general tips to get you living your best life possible. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about daily living activities with scoliosis. So what do I mean by that? I mean, let's say you're doing one hour of scoliosis corrective exercises a day in a perfect world, I know, but hopefully you're doing something. And then let's just say that there's 23 other hours in the day that you should be paying attention and being aware of your curves because there are things that we can do to make our scoliosis better throughout the day and there are things that we should be avoiding to not make it worse. So I'm just going to go over some of the things that we can do in our daily routine to help us keep our scoliosis nice and healthy and pain free. Yes! I'm going to be covering things like how to sleep better, how we should be carrying bags, how we should be sitting at a desk, checking your phone, walking, cycling, sport, household chores, all these kind of things. How can we do this and be conscious of our scoliosis at the same time so that we are helping it in every single way that we can, which is going to reduce pain and slow down progression. So let's get into it. So first, let's get into something very common that we do every day, which is carrying something. Whether you're carrying a school bag on your way to school, maybe you're carrying a baby, maybe you're carrying the shopping or a laptop into work. You know, we're carrying things all the time. So there are ways that we should be carrying things and there are things that we should avoid when we are carrying things. So for example, if we are carrying a bag at school or maybe on the way to work, ideally you want to be using a backpack that is not super heavy. A backpack is better because it has more equal weight distribution over both shoulders, so it's not pulling you to one side and it allows you to use the strength of both sides of your body rather than just one. Because if you're carrying a bag on one side of your shoulder, and I used to do this all the time at school, and I have a like bad feeling that this made my scoliosis worse, because I used to carry a really heavy bag on one side of my shoulder. With scoliosis, if you think about it, your curve is pushing you over to one side. And unfortunately, our bodies like to work in the most energy efficient way, which means that when you're putting your bag on your shoulder, you're probably going to put it on the shoulder that is easiest to carry, which is most likely pushing you more into your curve. And unfortunately, that's just the way that our bodies work. Have you ever tried switching sides that you're carrying your bag on and notice that one side is more difficult. Unfortunately, the more difficult side is the side that you should probably be holding your bag on because this is the weaker side and the side that your body doesn't want to carry your bag on, unfortunately. So my advice here is if you are going to carry a bag on one side of your shoulder is to actually choose the more difficult side And rather than doing that, try and get a backpack and have it equally distributed over both sides of your shoulder. Try and stand up tall and strong and don't let yourself collapse into your curve by carrying a shoulder on one side, on the easy side, which can actually just make things worse. Also keep your bags light. 
And if this is hard for you to keep your bag light at school, tell your teachers, tell your school about your situation and hopefully they can come up with some kind of alternative where you're not carrying around super heavy bags all the time. I never told my teachers and I really, really regret that because I carried around so many heavy things and I really believe that there are alternatives that we can do to avoid that. The same goes for carrying shopping bags on one side of your body. You may notice that one side is easier Try and choose the more difficult side. It's annoying, I know, but again, your body is just going for the most energy efficient side, which is usually pushing you more into your scoliosis. So try and use the more difficult side, engage your core, stand up tall and fight your scoliosis curve, okay? Do not let that bad boy win. <laughs> and if you're carrying a baby on one hip, Try switching up the sides that you are carrying your baby. Again, I know this is difficult, but same thing with the bags. One side's gonna be easier, one side's gonna be harder. Try and use the harder side a little bit more because this is your weak side. Honestly, any kind of repetitive one-sided movement is gonna be bad for anyone, regardless of scoliosis or not. But especially if you have scoliosis, you do not wanna be doing repetitive one-sided movements. You really wanna try and alternate sides and notice which side is your weaker side, like I keep saying, and try and bring more attention to that side, use that side more. With carrying anything, it is just gonna add compression of your spine as gravity is pulling you down and then the weight of the item that you're carrying is pulling you down. So I recommend after carrying anything heavy, if you can, find somewhere to get a little bit of traction in just to decompress your spine. I would also thoroughly recommend doing that, even if it's just 10 or 20 seconds, something, get a little bit of decompression in. Similarly, with household chores, like vacuuming or doing the dishes, or wiping down tables, you know, you know what you have to do to clean the house. I would recommend, like I keep saying, is using your weaker side for some things, especially with vacuuming. It's very common to just use your stronger arm. Try and use your other side as well. I'm right-handed, but I really do try and vacuum with my left side because not only is that using my left arm, which is weaker, that's the left side of my core, which I know is weaker for me in general, and that is also my concave side of my spine. And it's just like that whole side of my body is a lot weaker. So I take the time to try and strengthen that side when I'm doing my household chores and just being aware of the way you are standing when you're doing the washing up or you're wiping down things try and stand up tall try not to hunch forward over things when you're bending down to wipe tables bend from the hips don't bend from your spine so this is kind of a deadlift movement pattern if you are familiar with deadlifts it's a hip hinge movement pattern you want to be using that joint at your hips for your movement rather than moving from the vertebrae moving from the spine this is going to help you keep a much better posture and it's going to stop you from rounding and pushing into your curvature Next, let's come on to how we are sitting. This is such a big part of our day, whether we're at work, whether we're watching TV. 
anything throughout the day usually involves sitting at some point. So my tips for you if you're at work for example or you're working from home using your laptop is to always try and have your screen eye level so that you're not looking down and rounding through your upper back and through your neck, pushing your neck forward, getting that kind of nerd neck as we call it. We really want to try and avoid that because that can really pull on your spine, pull on your vertebrae and actually make your scoliosis worse. When you are sitting down, your body again will want to collapse into its most energy efficient position. So this is usually collapsing into your curve, unfortunately. So the best thing that you can do here is to sit up tall and try and sit in a least energy efficient way because it does require energy to actually sit up tall. But staying strong, keeping a strong core and a strong back is really gonna help you with this and it's gonna stop it being such a painful and exhausting experience. But we really wanna try and avoid collapsing into our curve when we're sitting down. So sitting up tall is the best thing that we can really do when we're sitting. But I do encourage taking breaks, going for walks, or using a standing desk if you have one, getting a little bit of alternation so we're not sitting in this one position for really long periods of time. Another thing I'll try and get you to stop doing when you're sitting is crossing your legs and I know I want to do this all the time. We are so used to it and it does create stability in the body, but it is going to push one of your hips forward. And because your body wants to work in the most efficient way possible, it's probably pushing forward the hip that is already rotated in the first place. So it's just adding more rotation to your lower back, to your lumbar spine, to your pelvis, which we do not want. One way that you can actually avoid this is using a yoga strap. I like to do this and yes, I'm might look like a crazy person but you gotta do what you gotta do okay sometimes if you put the strap just above your knee and tighten it so that your knees are shoulder width it kind of holds your body and gives you the same support that you would do by having your legs crossed but obviously without crossing your legs this is also hard to explain without demonstrating it but there's a way to do it, get a yoga strap. This is also great if, you have, if you're on a plane for a long period of time, is to use this yoga strap just above your knees to support your legs, support your hips, support your spine in that position without having to cross your legs. If you are very knowledgeable about your spine and you know exactly your convex sides and your concave sides. Some people do like to place a wedge behind their convex side as they're sitting down to actually help with a little bit of derotation whilst you're sitting, but that is more advanced and I don't suggest that to anyone to try out because you could actually make your spine worse. Some people also talk about placing a wedge underneath one of your hips to help even out your hips. But personally, I don't like that method because it can actually affect what's going on higher in your scoliosis. And I prefer you to just sit up tall using your muscles rather than using lots of props because this is actually gonna help you get stronger in this position. When we're using props, we're not gaining strength here, we're just getting the props to help us sit up, which can actually make things worse if you're not doing it properly and it just makes things a little bit complicated. So it really depends on your knowledge, your curvature, where you're at, but there are things that people are doing out there to help them sit up taller. 
props being one of them. I really like the strap around the knees, to be honest, because you can't go wrong with that. And once you try it, you'll see what I mean. But in summary, try and use an ergonomic chair. Try and use a chair that is like structured for your spine is going to give you support and if you need to use a little pillow or something behind your back that is also helpful but just try not to collapse into your curvature and don't use a chair that doesn't have any kind of back support i avoid sitting on stools i find it very uncomfortable trying to sit up tall for that period of time so i like to have a little bit of back support a pillow or some kind of support might also be useful when you are driving, especially if you're driving for a long period of time because it is very easy to just collapse into the back of your chair and round into your spine, which is not what we want. So I recommend trying to sit up tall when you're driving or using a little bit of a pillow or some support behind you. So speaking of being in a car, let's talk about how you're getting around walking, cycling, running, all these kind of things that you might be doing on a daily basis. When you're walking, I really want you to be conscious of keeping your head tall, walking with your chest proud. Try and have good posture when you're walking. You don't want to be slumped around with your head looking down. I mean, this just goes for anyone, regardless of scoliosis or not. Something I do when I'm walking, I always notice my right foot is externally rotating. So sometimes, I don't do this all the time, I'm not a crazy person who fixates on this, and I really encourage that you don't fixate on it either. But every now and again, when I notice my foot rotating out, I try and bring it back to that center alignment and walk with my foot being better aligned. But I always try and walk tall and proud and not hunching down. So that's just good advice for your posture anyway. If you're running, please, please warm up your body first. Do some myofascial release, especially of your feet and your hips and warm up your legs, your knees, everything. Get your body ready to actually run and move. Running can be a little bit tiresome for scoliosis, especially if you're running on hard ground. But again, try and stay tall, try and stay lifted, try not to let your arms cross in front of each other. Keep them pointing forward because crossing is just going to add more rotation to your thoracic spine, which we do not want. Obviously, running has so many health benefits that I wouldn't say if it's something you love, definitely keep doing it. But just bear in mind, especially on these hard surfaces like roads, it can be, imagine a bent nail as your spine. If you're hammering that bent nail into a wall, that bent nail is just going to get more bent. And I know that's a horrible analogy, but that is essentially what's happening to your spine every time you're slamming your foot down onto a hard surface. So you want to make sure that you're keeping your core strong, keeping your back strong to help support your spine in this kind of movement. And also just get your traction in, especially after running. Do your scoliosis exercises. Try and look after your spine if you are going to be, especially a long distance runner. I run, I run maybe two or three kilometers a week. I just love it for my mental health. It keeps me like fit and healthy and it's, it is something I encourage people to do but long distance running I mean I ran a half marathon once and I'm never doing it again but I'm just not a runner and it honestly just destroyed my hips and destroyed my spine it did not feel good if you love long distance running 
absolutely go for it, keep it up, but just make sure that you're doing your scoliosis correctives. Anyway, I think I'm just going to do a whole podcast on running anyway, because it's very specialized and specific. I'll also mention cycling with this one as well. Obviously very good for your cardiovascular health. It's also lovely if the weather's nice to see some nature and just getting out there. I also encourage people to cycle to work. You know, we got too much pollution in the world, all those kind of things. But with scoliosis, you do want to be cautious because cycling is a lot of rounding into your back especially your lower back which can compress your discs more and you might already have a bulging disc or something with scoliosis so you just want to be careful with that keep your back and your core strong cycling is also very push dominant so i really encourage you to clip yourself in if you can or have straps over your feet to bring the pull aspect into cycling and what i mean by that is if you're a Cyclist, you're going to be very dominant through your quads and through your chest and your upper body. You're going to be weak into your hamstrings, your glutes and your back. And that can make that hunched forward position, that hunched forward posture, which we don't want, especially when we have scoliosis. So if you are cycling, please make sure that you are using clips or complement your cycling with things like deadlifts and hip thrusts and posterior chain movements that are going to strengthen the back of your body so you are not quad dominant. Okay, let's move on. Sleeping, something we do every single day and something that really can have an effect on your scoliosis. So let's just have a little chat about this one. It is important and it is something I pay attention to myself. One thing I'm going to say to avoid straight up is sleeping on your front. And I hate that because sleeping on my front is the most enjoyable thing of my entire life and I love it. And I'll be honest, every now and again, let's say I'm hungover and I just want to lay on my front. I give myself 10, 15 minutes to just enjoy this moment of my life. But sleeping on your front is pushing your ribcage down. It's kind of like a weird, awkward backbend. And you're probably twisting your neck into a weird position as well. And your shoulders are rounding forward. So it's really not helpful for keeping your ribcage and pelvis in alignment. And it's not good for your neck. You're probably twisting your neck to your easier, most comfortable side, which means that you're pushing your neck more into your scoliosis. So this is why sleeping on your front is just not a good idea. Two positions I definitely recommend. Sleeping on your back because you can't really go wrong here. I like to put a pillow underneath my knees as well as it just takes a little bit of pressure off of my lower back. I personally do find this comfortable. I know that some people might not, but this is one way to just have complete decompression of your scoliosis and it's just really not gonna affect it in any way. Your shoulders are, are also in a better position. Your neck, try and make sure that you're not using loads of pillows. I try, I just use one pillow so that my neck is in a better alignment with the rest of my spine. If you're using two, three pillows, your neck is going to be pushing forward more, which is not what we want because that's pushing you more into your curvature. Also, the second best way to sleep, or maybe first, if you like to sleep on your side, is to sleep on your side with the biggest concave curvature. So my concave curvature would mean that I sleep on my left side. It's my thoracic spine that is the biggest. So that's the way that I sleep. But if you have a bigger lumbar curve, you might want to sleep 
whatever side is your biggest concave curvature, sleep on that side. So my, I've got right thoracic, left lumbar. My biggest curve is in my right thoracic. I sleep on my left side. I put a pillow in between my legs. So this is gonna stop or at least reduce rotation in your pelvis. So for my lumbar curve, I really do not wanna be rotating through my pelvis much. So that pillow can really help, but it really just helps in general for anyone with any curve to have that pillow in between your legs just to hold your pelvis in a much better position. I also sleep with a pillow up underneath my shoulder so kind of across my body I'm kind of cuddling the pillow and this is just going to stop my right shoulder from rolling forward I also just like to cuddle my pillow <laughs> um, but it does actually serve a purpose and that is to stop the forward rotation of my thoracic spine of my right shoulder as I'm lying on my left side I would try to avoid sleeping on the side of your biggest convex curvature because this is actually going to push you more into that curvature whilst you're sleeping, which is going to add more compression into your spine, which is just not what we want when we're sleeping for hopefully eight hours a day. That is the goal, my friends. <laughs> Some people do like to add a little bit of a towel or something in their lower back to help stop that curvature obviously i'm sleeping on my left side i have a little bit of a curvature in my lumbar spine which sleeping on my left is going to push slightly into that curvature but for me i just don't bother using the towel because i'm just gonna i break dance when i'm sleeping and it's just going to end up a mess anyway i just think you can only do the best that you can do if you want to sleep with a towel underneath your lumbar curve then absolutely go for it do what you know that you can do to help your scoliosis. But I really would recommend don't stress about this stuff too much. Just set yourself up for success. But enjoy your sleep, please. That is more important than how you are sleeping. I would just recommend not sleeping on your front for eight hours. But if you're like me and you give it to yourself as a little treat every now and again, then go for it. Live your life. You also got to look after your mental health as well and not stress out about these things too much. So I help. I hope that that helps a little bit. I'm also going to take a moment here to say bring attention to your posture when you are checking your phone. We have a tendency to round our upper backs, push our necks forward as we're looking at the screen. This is just really, really bad for our posture. It's really not great for our scoliosis. So when you're checking your phone, try and lift your hand so that your phone is in line with your eyes so you're not rounding your neck to look at it. At it. I am conscious of this myself every single day because I found myself really rounding into my neck and it's just making things worse. So please lift your phone. When you're texting, maybe think about a voice note rather than constantly texting and looking down, especially if it's a long text. Just these little things that we can do every day to really help stop the progression, slow the progression and reduce pain, especially if you're getting a lot of pain in your neck. These little things are gonna help you to improve on that. I'll also take a second to touch on sports. If you're doing sports throughout the day, maybe at school or you're part of a team, obviously sports is great and I encourage it. Move, stay fit, stay strong. But this is what I'm gonna say, scoliosis correctives, traction, hanging. Make sure that you're doing all these things as well. Trying to get into a consistent routine in the morning or in the evening because when you're playing sports you're twisting and rotating and jumping and all these kind of things 
So you want to make sure that at some point through the day, you're taking a moment to really lengthen your spine and taking some deep breaths to try and derotate it as well. So you can do all these things. Definitely, I encourage it. But please, please, please also do your scoliosis correctives. Traction, like I keep saying, is honestly one of the best things. And I just find that it's helped me and my clients so much with reducing pain and getting length into our spine. Which brings me into my summary. I really want you to just focus on how you are moving throughout the day. How are you sitting? How are you checking your phone? What is your neck doing? What is the position of your hips? Just think about these things throughout your day and notice how you can make these little corrections to make it better. Like I said, we can do our scoliosis correctives for one hour a day, but there are those 23 other hours a day that we should be conscious of our spines and conscious of our movements, trying to avoid deep twisting, folds, going into full range of motions of these kind of movements. We do want to be able to twist and we do want to be able to fold because that is just part of life and we need to be able to do them pain-free. But just trying to avoid coming into the full range of motion, which is going to push you more into your scoliosis, trying to avoid collapsing into your spine when you're sitting or carrying things. Just all these little things help to make our day better and our spines better and reduce pain, which is what we want. So I really hope that you found some value in this podcast today. If you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram or on my website. You can find me on Instagram at the Feel Good Spine or www.feelgoodspine.com. I'm here for you to answer any questions and help in any way that I can. I also have a free ebook for download that you can find on my Instagram or on my website and a YouTube channel with some really good yoga tips and also also just lifestyle things where you can just get to know me a little bit better as well. Know that I have got you, I am here for you and please enjoy the rest of your day, stay strong, stay active and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye!